0: Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. The world of Giant's Reach has Yellow Dust, this miraculous healing substance. It's It's got many, many uses, but there are still going to be people who either don't trust it, can't afford it, need to heal in other ways. So there are still going to be outlets for people that heal with herbs, people that follow the old ways of healing with bandages and poultices and things like that. Things that uh, we might view as mundane uh, would be oddly special to people in a world of yellow dust. This story is about one such healer, someone who is outside the norm and about how they deal with a critical injury. Healer The kettle whistled as it came to the boil, and Marie tutted. Just got warm, she said. Holly dear, would you mind? The young girl sat opposite, rolled her eyes, but pushed her own blanket off and got up to tend to the kettle. Tea? Two sugars, dear. Marie sucked her teeth a couple of times, then picked her knitting back up. The scarf was taking shape, its pattern dense and endlessly repeating, and she ran her gnarled fingertips over it a few times to smooth the stitches. "'Just about have this done before the babe's born,' she muttered. "'Won't do otherwise, born into a winter this cold?' Holly set a teacup down on the side table next to Marie, spoon-clinking slightly. "'Thought I might go to bed,' she said. "'Done that scribing practice I set you?' "'Tomorrow.' Marie shook her head, grey curls bouncing. How would you ever hope to be healer when I'm in the ground, girl? You write like a spider got drunk and stumbled through some ink and you know it. What about the herbs? Done your smell test today? Holly looked at the ground and fidgeted, and Marie let out an exasperated sigh. Mayhap I need a new apprentice, she said, one who'll do what I tells them. I know 'em all, Holly said, then broke off as both their gazes snapped to the door, ears bent to the approaching footsteps from outside. There were two sets, one of them stumbling. "'Late for a visitor?' Holly muttered. "'Trouble,' Marie said. "'Get that kettle back on to boil!' No sooner had the old woman clambered out of her chair than the door banged open on its hinges, letting in a cruel gust of wind that made the candles gutter. Framed against the snow stood a man in leather armour, dark hair and beard surrounding a grimy face. He had one arm around a younger, thinner man who was barely upright. He was clutching one pale hand to his side, where a wound pulsed thickly red. The bearded man leaned heavily on the doorframe. Are you the healer? I am, Marie said. Bring him in, onto the bed. She stood to the side as the bigger man all but carried his companion to the small cot at the back of the house, laying him gently on the blankets. Marie closed the door behind them and moved to the bedside. What happened? We were attacked, in the woods. Bandits, though they were dressed up as the Lord's men. Leifric here, he... He stepped in front as one of them swung at me, took the blow, stayed up long enough for us to kill a couple of them, injure some, and they ran. The big soldier began to unbuckle Leofric's breastplate, wincing at every small sound of pain the man made. It's bad, right? Marie waited until the breastplate was out of the way, then pressed her fingers to the skin around the wound. It's not good, but I think I can help. Unbidden, Holly began to chop a sheaf of fresh herbs at the small workbench. Marie looked up long enough to check her work. Hmm. good. Now then, your name is... Belsen. A small flicker of hope appeared in his eyes. "'Can you save him? I'll pay anything. Do anything.' Marie gestured to Holly to start grinding the herbs, and the young girl took up a pestle and mortar. "'I can save him,' Marie said. "'Won't be an easy recovery. He'll be weak for many days, and it's going to leave one mighty scar.' "'But you've got dust, right?' Belson looked around the small cabin as Leofric's eyes fluttered open. "'It'll be fixed in a minute.' "'No dust here,' Marie said. "'Don't hold with it. "'Sides is expensive. "'We fix people here with herbs, young man, "'with care and attention, not poison.' Leofric grabbed at Belson's arm, "'clinging on a sweat poured from his face. "'Let them do it,' he wheezed. "'Whatever it is, love, let them do it.' "'Holly handed the mortar to Marie. "'Needle and thread coming up,' she said quietly. "'Thank you, dear.' Marie weighed the mortar in one hand, fixing Belson with a glare. Now then, am I saving his life, or letting that wound fester for a while longer? Belson squeezed Leofric's hand and closed his eyes. Whatever you have to do to save him, do it, please. Marie gave a satisfied nod and bent to her work. You've been listening to flash fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash GiantsReach where you can find more fiction just like this